Hello and welcome to Argus Metal Movers podcast. Uh, my name is Tom Kavanagh and I'm here with Gabby Kniesel from Locus Fermentation Solutions. And she's going to explain a little bit about um, what Locus does and how it can impact, their product can impact the mining industry. Um, so hi, Gabby, how are you? Hi, Thomas. I'm really well and we are really happy to be here to be talking about our technology that is being introduced in the mining industry. Uh, we believe it's going to be a game changer for operations around the world, and we are happy to share how it's going to work. Sure. So uh, I think the first question is, uh, I don't think many of our listeners will probably be familiar with this. Um, so these are called um, biosurfactants, uh, and uh, how do they work? How do biosurfactants work? Yes, that's a great question. Actually, we we get that uh, many times. Uh, so biosurfactants are really just surfactants with the origin from microorganisms. So they could be produced from bacteria, from yeast, or from fungi. And what locus fermentation solutions do is produce different types of biosurfactants. We have many, many types using fermentation processes. And I would complete your question with what is the difference from uh, just standard surfactants, right? So surfactants, they, uh, they are chemical compounds that they reduce surface and interfacial tension in a certain application. And the main advantage of biosurfactants over surfactants is that surfactants, they are derived from oil products. Mm. So very nasty substances like ethylene, benzene, kerosene, and as you saw, the biosurfactants are coming from natural processes, basically. Mm-hmm. And the raw ingredients for our biosurfactants, they are simply nature-based fatty acids, sugars, and different types of yeasts. Mm. Okay. How does that apply to the the mining industry in particular? Because I know that these are used across a, a breadth of different industries, but in mining in particular, how, how would you use them? Yes. So in mining specifically, and we can go later on the benefits of uh, biosurfactants in general and how they fit in, in mining, but in mining uh, on the applications, we, can, we are testing these biosurfactants in flotation, in leaching, in the watering, grinding aids. So there is a lot of applications that we are testing these products on, and it's really because of the chemical characteristics of these biosurfactants. Is there a certain type of metal or, or, or commodity that it can be used on or, or that you're testing on, or is it, um, is it across the, it can be used on most of them? It's a great question. It's something uh, that we started uh, testing. The main priorities that we see uh, globally at the moment is, of course, in the green energy transition metals. Mm -hmm. So what we are doing is we started on that field in copper. Copper is really the biggest metal and hot metal at the moment because of the supply chain issues that the world is going to face mm. in the next few few years, right, to meet the demands for the electric vehicles. So we decided to start with copper and the other uh, transition metals as well. So, for example, cobalt, graphite, lithium. Mm. We, all, we have, so our company has 
uh, these type of materials in our lab that we are running tests at the moment. And we also have other metals like iron ore, because iron ore is the most mined metal in the world, right, for steel production and so on, and uh, gold. So mm -hmm. this is where we are starting at, uh, but we are seeing a lot of promising results, and we believe that this technology will be able to be used uh, in other types of metals and minerals as well. Mm. And when you say you see promising results, can you expand on that a little bit? What what kind of results are you seeing? In, in Absolutely. So one really great example of our technology being applied successfully in mining is that in copper, we have done leaching tests where we improved the overall copper recovery uh, in leaching by 7%. So this is compared to testing uh, leaching only using sulfuric acid and, and a standard oxidant that the industry uses to recover the copper. Mm. But when we added a very, very low dosage of our biosurfactant, we saw this improve uh, of 7%. When we break down uh, soluble copper versus insoluble copper, the insoluble copper is the the copper that is really hard to extract during leaching, right? Insoluble coppers, copper. When we talk only about the insoluble, we, this jump represents 90%. Wow. So it's very substantial. Um, and we believe that these are just initial results and we can improve uh, in time. So we believe that we can tweak a few things here and there where we are going to improve this recovery even more. And when we talk about copper, as we mentioned before, is something really that the industry needs to be able to uh, meet the demands. Yeah, and, and when you talk about sort of harder to reach metals and ores, I think that's quite an, an interesting topic for the green transition because there are obviously, there have been mines for these metals for years, um, but we're now having to kind of scrape the barrel to to get as much out as, as possible. So are you working with any sort of the, the big players in the copper market or, or anyone um, in, in these, the other green metals markets that um, that are interested in the product and, and you've been testing with? Yes. So Locus um, in in mining, we started the the division last year. So our, our division is about a year old. And what we have done last year was really introducing our preliminary results in our technology and company to many players in the industry. What we can share with you we are under NDA with probably half of the top 15 mining companies in the world. So we are having a lot of interest uh, from miners and also potential partners. So we have chemical companies, global chemical companies, that they are interested in introducing and partnering with us to offer this technology in mining because. Uh, to scale up this technology, we will need to partner with companies, uh, right? So to, to go quickly, basically. 
If we do by ourselves, it's going to take longer. If we partner with companies that are already established in the market, we can scale up this, our technology quite uh, substantially in a less, uh, less time, right? So we are looking to that, and that's why we don't share many um, details yet. It's not because we don't want it, it's simply because we are evaluating what is best for the market and for locals as well. Yeah, of course, of course, and um, yeah, I wanted to to push a little bit on the on the time horizon for scaling of this technology. I mean, is it is it sort of an end of the, the decade thing, or is it is it sooner, or, or is it something that you're not really sure of yet? No, it's a great question. It's soon. In we hope we hope that we are reaching uh, industrial trials this year already. To give you an idea. So what we are doing at the moment is to run as many laboratory tests we can, as many as we can, to gather results, to tweak some parameters in the processes. So for example, when we are talking about leaching, is we can tweak, let's say, dosage during leaching, we can tweak uh, pH, you know, you know di different parameters. We can tweak as well the type of biosurfactants that we use. We can do a blend of biosurfactants if necessary. So there, there are a lot of parameters that we are trying to optimize as much as we can in, in a lab scale. And we hope that we are going to have that by Q3 this year. So very soon, in a few months from now. And once we feel confident that is the most optimized parameters that we can offer to these different applications, right? Like flotation, leaching, and so on. We hope that in Q4, we are going to be running industrial trials at different mi mining sites around the world. And just to give you an idea, we have uh, something line or things in line in the US. Mm -hmm. We have in Chile and we have in Australia. So we are really talking about a global scale and also different metals. So not only copper, but we are doing work in other metals as well. And and um, I think that uh, this is not just applicable to the metals market. I mean, Argus, this is the Metal Movers podcast, but we cover a, a wide range of commodities. So, I mean, are, are there applications outside of metals that are, that are quite important as well for this technology? Yes, great. Yeah, it, it's a great point. Yes, the answer is yes. Just one example that pops up in my mind is in phosphate. So mm -hmm. phosphate, we are running, there are different applications actually that uh, we have potential to apply biosurfactants on. One would be to remove impurities from phosphate. So for example, uh, cadmium and uranium they are contaminants in phosphate. Phosphate is used for, for sorry, phosphate rocks are used for fertilizer uh, manufacturing, and you cannot have heavy metals in fertilizers, right? Because this is uh, hazardous for human health. So this is an area that we see a lot of potential. The fertilizer market is uh, substantial. Of course, it's food. It's related to food production. So the numbers are very large and we would also contribute to human health and so on. 
there there are applications in trying to uh, decrease different hazardous acids during different processes. So, so for example, in gold, uh, gold is metal as well, but in phosphate, there are acids that are used to process the rocks and minerals. And we are evaluating to see if we can use more biosurfactants and less hazardous acids in different processes. And there are other applications as well. So we are evaluating a lot of things at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and yeah, maybe maybe the the last thing I, I just wanted to to ask you is is, is there anything um, that you want to mention uh, that you're you're sort of working on in the background to do with mining that that we haven't touched on on just yet? Yes, I think one uh, one point also that comes into my mind that is really important for for the mining industry is on water. So water is the gold of tomorrow. Everybody believes in that in the mining industry. Uh, water in mining is a sensitive topic, especially because we know that there are a lot of uh, mines that are in remote location. They are in deserts. They uh, they don't have much water. They have to do a lot of recycling. And we are researching on using our biosurfactants to see if we can improve uh, water recovery from tailings and use as also the watering aids. So we we are evaluating uh, also biosurfactants in the water field for miners. That is, I think, a contribution that would be quite substantially. And another one that I think it's quite interesting that it would be a game changer as well for operations worldwide is removing or not removing, I'm sorry, recovering uh, ore that are trapped in tailings. There is a substantial amount that there are many operations that we talk with that they have models to, to evaluate how much ore they have in their tailings and their operations that they, man, they uh, mention that they believe they have up to 10% of the, the reserves in trapped in their, their tailings. And we are using our biosurfactants to see if we can recover these trapped ores. And the reason why is because of the chemical characteristics of the biosurfactants. So there, there is a lot of interesting things that we can put a stamp on in the mining industry to really contribute uh, with continuous improvement in mining operations and so on. Uh, that's really interesting. And yeah, hopefully we, we see you guys a lot more around mining industry here and there popping up and, and helping some of these these miners with with the problem of extracting some of these green metals, which are which are not exactly easy to get out of the ground sometimes well thanks i think that's all all that we've got time for um but uh, that was the argus metal movers podcast um thanks very much for coming on today gabby um and yeah if you want any more information please visit www.argusmedia.com thanks very much see you again thank you thomas bye